The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. We can finally, once and for all, find out what happened with Judas Priest. Whether they broke up by themselves, or they were pushed out by outside forces, like uh, the government. The Boogie Monster. Podcasting the Unknown. Just, uh, as I said before, just sitting over here full of shit. Oh, yeah? How being so? A dude full, dude, just being a dude full of shit. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just talking out my ass. Uh, no, man, I finally got, uh, I'm, I'm thinking I'm, I think we're on an upswing now. Well, I'm just in the mic. Sorry for the little cracks and pops, everybody. I think I was moving it too much last week. I think, uh, I think we might have the van situation sorted out. Maybe I don't know. I saw your uh, your post the other day. What's what's going on with your battery thing? All right. Well, first off, thanks to everybody that responded. I did not put nearly enough information up. I just had a very panicked, frustrated moment with the uh, with the battery system there. Uh, I don't know, man. It's got which just wasn't. Uh, it was beeping and wasn't charging, and there was moments where. Oh, it was just it, it became my Kennedy assassination because I'm just sitting in there just sweating looking at lights and following cables and then another thing would beep and I'd be like well that's a whole other clue now and then I'm turning off devices and turning on devices and it's like it's consumed my days since I got uh-huh. here to Bentonville I've just been spending my days because uh, fortunately I'm, I'm staying at uh uh, Raj Suresh's house, mm-hmm. funny dude here in in Bentonville, and he's been kind enough to let me stay here. So I've had to, uh, time to uh, look at an actual computer instead of my phone, trying to sort things out and driveway to tinker around in. So, and uh, we might we might have figured it out. So, oh yeah, I, fingers crossed. I'm not gonna, you know, no no need for tech talk here. Nobody cares. But uh, we might have it sorted. Rode some bikes and uh, did the opposite of shredding. Yeah, I'm, I'm bad at the bikes, Dave. What happened? Well, it's, uh, nothing, nothing. Cr- like you know, some uh, big mountain bike town here. Uh huh. In Benton, Bentonville. Oh yeah, isn't that uh, a, Walmart headquarters there? It's yeah. There's a whole thing going on here. It's a lot like. Remember that uh, that Simpsons episode with Hank Scorpio. Mm-mm. Where Homer gets hired to work for this corporation and everything's <laughs> just perfect in the town except the owner of the corporation's just a villain and they're like <laughs> they're like making they're making weapons. That's what it feels like here. The town really? is nice and they've put all this money. I went to an amazing art museum, the Crystal Bridges Museum of American Art yesterday, and it's uh from the Waltons. They it's their collection, they put it up there and it's free to go into. All these bike trails, I guess it's the Sam Walton's kids or some somebody in the family's like, we like mountain biking, let's put a bunch of money at it. And That's they're really cool. trying to they're building this town up. Well, it's to get people to like it so they can work mm-hmm. for for Walmart. Yeah. So I, you know it's Walton five and five and dime. That's here. That's the place mm-hmm. that's here. It's yeah. right in the downtown. Mm. And uh but yeah. 
opposite of shredding. I did, I, you know, like when the CIA collects shredded documents and tries to reassemble them. That's the kind of writing that I do. <laughs> that's the that's the style of writing I got. Oh, I went man. down. There's this one trail, and like all everybody here, this is like baseball for it's like this is like football in a Texas town. Is really? everybody just mountain it's, bikes? Yeah, that's awesome. That's cool. And the trail, yeah, the trails are right in the city. They're close, like L.A. It's like all right, I got to drive forty minutes to the trail. I got to ride an hour up to get to the top to then go down all the cool stuff. <clears throat> this is just park your car, but you're on it. You're huh. just going, and there's like pockets of that all over the place. And uh, so there's one, and it's all these jumps and drops. And uh, man, I fucking beefed it. I uh, <laughs> so imagine the trail is like an S, you know, mm-hmm. an extended S with like the squiggles. Okay. I rode it like the bars of a dollar sign. I missed one jump and wound up cruising down the middle over <laughs> berms, wrong way. I I look like when like when Pee Wee gets on the bike on the motorcycle and Pee Wee's Big Adventure and uh-huh. he, he rides off and he just goes through the billboard. <laughs> that's that's how I rode this trail and all these kids, all these kids are geared up and I'm trying to talk to them like, yeah man, cool bike, all this stuff and I'm like dropping in and just and, oh man, I went off. It was probably the coolest thing I did. And the three days of riding was going off. Like a berm is designed to go as a turn. I went straight at it with speed, launched off of it, did not know it was on the other side. It was much uh, further of a drop than I had imagined. But I'm like, well, we did it. Hold on. And did that, landed on another trail and just, oh, it's real stupid. I I am out of shape. Like I'm never good at bikes, but Uh I can like, you know, I can handle some stuff. Not yesterday or the day before or Friday when I rode. Today was a little better, mm-hmm. but uh, still looked like a big poser. That yesterday, man, I almost I almost just got to the parking lot and sold my bike to the first person that wanted to buy it for ten bucks. <laughs> I'm like, I don't need this. I was feeling low, man. What kind of uh, protective gear are you wearing other than the helmet? Helmet, knee pads. I did, you know, because I, I, I fell, I, I yell knee pads when mm-hmm. I know the knee pads are working. I didn't yell knee pads today, but they did. Fell right on a slab of rock, but I had them knee pads on. So, and so helmet, gloves, knee pads. If it starts getting real crazy, which some of the stuff around here does, I have a full face helmet and I got some elbow pads that I throw on too. Hmm. So well, that's good. I might put that on. And also, like it's also like that builds confidence too, you know. What oh, I got the big stuff well, on, so let's go for it. What do you have to improve on if you're if you could narrow it down? Like you know, you're always ragging on how you know good at this, but like, what specifically aren't you good at? What what needs improvement? All all of it. Yeah, climbing, just, climbing, descending, cornering, pedaling. Cardio, every aspect of it needs yeah. improvement. The whole thing. <laughs> what's what's like the most important um, uh, skill set for this? Is, is it cardio? Is it leg strength? Is it balance? Like, like are well, you taking steps to improve? Well, you know what it is? It's like what kind of – there's so many different types of riding underneath. There's like a cross – kind of fellow that I knew was doing a cross-country race yesterday morning, but it was like – 
hour away at 9 a.m. I'm like, that's not going to happen after the kind of Saturday night I've, I was assuming I was going to have and uh-huh. did have. Um, but that's like more kind of flat, like like a, like athletic endurance kind of pedaling and really trying to make time on a course, you know. Hmm. That's kind of more like um, like a track and field type of thing, maybe hurdles, okay. you know. It's, yeah. Speed and, and and some precision stuff there. The stuff I like to do is is more. They call it gravity because it's just you get to the top of a hill and then you just go down and you go down all the obstacles and the drops and all the stuff. So it's not so much having a pedal as it is trying to just hang on and stay on the bike. Okay. So that's the stuff I like to do. But I I like the pedaling part because that's exercise. I don't get exercise any other way. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's 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 been still 90 in the middle of the day with humidity and i was Jeez. like well i'm here i got i got to do i made it i can ride for about an hour mm-hmm. uh so it's uh, but it's fun man it's just a you know it's a good time do you oh, have do you good. have fun doing the kettlebell stuff or you're just like i'm getting strong it's it's not f- fun per se but like I try to trick myself into like, yeah, like the gains, like the improvement, like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, I've, I've, I've gotten a little bit better shape today than I was yesterday, that kind of thing. But, uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I'm really leaning into it. I, I'm trying to just, uh, embrace it, you know, just like this is going to suck, but it's, it's, it, you got to do this. So uh, I've got like workouts planned. I, I do all these circuits now and, you know, I'll do like 10 reps of this exercise, uh, rest for 20 seconds, 10 reps of this exercise. And I like the other day I did this shoulder workout where I've got like literally uh, eight different stations, eight different exercises. So I'll do 10 rest, do 10, you know, just do the whole circuit once, take a little bit of a break, do it again. So I did, uh, there's a lot of math involved, but eight exercises, 10 <laughs> reps a piece and uh, four or five cycles all the way around. So like, and by the end of it, you're, you feel, cause I mean, obviously, you know, that's been my problem is, is just committing to diet and exercise and doing a, a piss poor job at both. But like that feeling you get at the end of a, of a good workout, like, okay, all right, I didn't phone that one in. That wasn't some intermediate half-ass performance. That was mm-hmm. like legit. And like just the feeling you get from that is, is worth is what drives me through the whole thing. So, you know, trying to like approach it from more of a psychological point of view than just this is heavy and it sucks. Where, what does the apartment look? And now in my head, I just envision it's like just dumbbells and barbecue <laughs> forks. Like, where's Katie's stuff? <laughs> it just looks like you're ready for like, like a like a prison fight. That's what I envision the apartment as. Just things that could be swung or wielded towards an opponent. Yeah, it's kind of what it's starting to look like. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, we I got it like all kind of compartmentalized to keep all the all the exercise gear in one corner, and you know I got all my records now in the closet, my little record room, mm. and you know. But yeah, there's there's a lot of just shit laying around, but it's all stuff I need. You know, these are all my things that I need. It's <laughs> <laughs> my stuff. I like my stuff. <laughs> That's good, man. You're getting back into it. Everybody's getting yeah. back. In. Nope, nobody's been wearing masks this whole time. And since I'm vaccinated, I don't care. In my head, I'm just like, I'm going to assume everybody's vaccinated. That's probably not what's going on. But yeah, 
If it, everything just feels normal. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, and occasionally, like, I'll have it in my pocket if I'm in a place. I'm like, oh, it seems like everybody in here is wearing a mask. I'll put mine on. Sure, I don't care. So, like, on the road, like, where you're at now, when you go into a public store or something, is are there requirements to wear a mask? Are there people not wearing masks inside stores? There's a couple where I've seen a sign on the door, and I'll be uh-huh. like, okay. Uh, but most places have been, nah. Hmm. Because it's still that but, way but, here. Like, in Long Beach, yeah. every, every store, you got to wear a mask. Yeah, it hasn't been that way. Some of the like some of the spots have had limited capacity for like I think like city ordinance stuff. Like you got to sit so far apart, like in Albuquerque. But Arkansas, I haven't seen any of that. So hmm. it's uh seems like we're getting there, buddy. Time to go back to work. Yep, man. I'm glad you got out of Austin when you did. Did you hear about what happened Fucking there? Like the day that after was you left? in front of the Jackalope, at Jesus. least by the address that I saw. That was the bar that Shane and and Weeby and I were drinking at, and Amy Miller and Rojo when they were there. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was right there. They said 400 East Block of Sixth Street, and Jackalope is like four that 400 405 or something. Austin, yeah. Atwood, Savannah. There's another one. It was a big, uh, big weekend for mass shootings. A uh, massive mass shootings. I always think about your joke <laughs> on the uh, that Netflix thing that you opened with. Dude, I I wrote another one about mass shootings, and I told it the night before those mass shootings Jeez. in Austin. Jeez. So. God. I don't want to. I don't want to be timely in that manner. No. I wish it wasn't uh, poignant, mm. but uh, what a, well, I don't know, whatever. Well, it's like, well, only one person died or something. Like, that's still more than should die. Yeah. Man, we can go in that. Yeah, yeah. Get, we got to get out of that stuff. Well, I got I my own some, problems that I'm dealing with. I'm, Dave's been, got his own problems, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh been trying to chase down some records all morning, unsuccessfully. I'm uh, which, little, which a little put for? off. Uh, I'm looking for this uh, Grateful Dead box set that, uh, uh, long story. Anyway, the other day, uh, Saturday was Record Store Day. I don't know if you're familiar with Record Store Day, but it's uh, it's just a thing that's been going on now for 10 or 12 years where like uh, all the independent record stores kind of come together and it, it's just kind of a celebration of the vinyl community and independent record stores and then... Um, there's all these releases. I think I actually think you had a drop a few no, years ago. Uh, I know. I know what uh, yeah. record store day is. Yeah, I, I think Loose in Chicago had a uh, RSD exclusive drop a few years ago. Uh, anyway, sure. The whole <laughs> the whole point of it is like and, and like in a, at Amoeba in Hollywood, for example, like people literally get there the night before and camp out like like you would on mm-hmm. Black Friday or something. Uh, you know, people bring lawn chairs. Because the whole point is, like, I want to be first in line, so I get, you know, best uh, selection of all these uh, limited edition releases. You know, that's mm-hmm. part of the fun of it. Well, fucking, I'm not going to name them, but one of, my, one of the stores I go to around here, uh, I rolled in Saturday thinking, yay, I'll, I'll you know, I – I knew I wasn't going to have access to everything because I didn't get there early because there wasn't a whole lot that I wanted. So it's like, I'm not going to get there two hours early and wait in line. I'll, I'll roll in whenever. And uh, wanted to dig through all the record store day stuff. And there was none to be found. 
this particular store, what you had to do was like a week before, you basically had to pre-order what you wanted, and then on Record Store Day, you just show up and they've got your order all packaged up, which that's great if you saw the post, you know, explaining that, but there was no digging whatsoever at this particular store on Record Store Day. It was just, if you didn't pre-order, then... Was no, that sorry. a COVID thing? Like, we can't have the store packed full of people? I mean, maybe, but, like, they've been, you know, they've been having in-store shopping now for months. But um, how many people did they let in? I mean, yeah, I guess maybe that's part of it. But, but like... I think you, you got a day where, like, normally 500 people would come through here to buy a bunch of stuff. Well, now we can only let, even if we let the maximum as mm-hmm. allowed, we can only let 100 people in a day, say. Well, then like stand how in, many people can come in at a certain time, you know? Well, stand in line and then regulate that. Like, all right, two people leave, two people can come in. But it was just, it was pretty off-putting that I was so excited to go dig around. And uh, I, I know these are first world problems. I, I didn't get the records. Christmas let down Dave. <laughs> but it, just, it took all the fun out of it. Like, what fun is it to just pre-order and then show up and pick it up? The fun is digging through stuff and finding stuff. Have you tried to do comedy in the last 15 months? <laughs> the fun got sucked out of a lot of things, man. That's true. <laughs> And now the, the the I'm trying to find this uh, Grateful Dead box set, and now people have scooped them up, and and Speaking now they're of all... sucking the fun out of things. <laughs> let's play some let's play some Grateful Dead. <laughs> but now people have bought them up, and that now they're online for three or four times the the sticker price, and it's just ah, uh, just really sucked the life out of it. Well, oh well, these are this is what I deal with. These are my problems. Also, I had. Uh, McDonald's new chicken sandwich, and it sucked as expected. I, I, yeah, the, the, I would not. <clears throat> this is not a surprising review. Is there any uh, specificity it, as to its uh, suckiness or just an it, overall, overall subpar it, sandwich? It could have been great. Here's the thing. Like, all the components, like, to the naked eye, it looked nice. It, visually, it looked Wait, could, appealing. Before you, before you get it, was this going to be part of your record store day? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a few separate things. Make a whole thing about it. Okay. No, I'm just I'm upset about the records. I'm upset about this sandwich. Just, just uh, like it looks good. Like nice bun. The chicken looked nice. Got the pickles on there. Whatever. The problem is, mm-hmm. as to be expected with McDonald's, just probably the lowest possible quality of chicken that the FDA would allow. Like it felt like just eating an old decrepit rodent skeleton like it was just had all that weird <laughs> cartilage just just ugh, just chewy ugh. and weird cartilage <laughs> and oh have they made anything that was like they got like a chicken sandwich though right like a grilled chicken sandwich yeah I'm, sh- I'm sure it sucks too i don't know i i'll tell you this though that they about a year ago they redid the uh the quarter pounder and it's not bad it's it's not great but in a pinch, it'll do. Uh, Quarter before. pounder always grossed me out. Like McDonald's patties are that size for a reason <laughs> to me. And then you just get like a, a thick lot of that. Like yeah, too much. It's the it's the big shrimp idea. Yeah, that's, that's why I'm I can't like do this. the do- double quarter. I can't do the double quarter because it's too much of that. Yeah, it's a half pound of dog shit. <laughs> of course, of course, you should not. You should that shouldn't even be available. It should be yeah. considered a salt. Pretty disappointing. But I mean, other than that, I'm fine. Well, what's have you had anything fast food wise that like surprised you? Or was the last thing the Popeye's chicken sandwich? 
Yeah, that was solid. Did I? I've told you I finally came around on In and Out, right? Like, I don't think so. Did you, dude? When I first moved to LA, I'd, I'd never had In and Out before. They don't have it on the East Coast or the South. So, uh, mm. literally, that's the first place. I don't know if I ever told you that story. Literally, the first place I went to in LA, like the day I rolled into town, uh, I went to In and Out there on uh, Sunset. And uh, oh yeah, and to me, it tasted like Sonic Burger. I don't know if you've ever had Sonic. They don't I, have those around here. No, I see them a bunch. I never. To go me, there. It seems like an event. Yeah, it Sonic is decent. It's not great, but it's not terrible. But it's just meh. Okay, hamburger. I get it. Um, hamburger. It, hamburger. <laughs> who was it that said that? I'm gonna, I'm gonna look it up. Well, you just. I'm gonna find oh, out who it was. Some it is, comic. Everyone should know that guy. Like, I'm sad. I can't remember his name. But I've since come around uh, in the last year or two, and dude, and for the price, you get a double double for four dollars and forty five cents. That's the suggested retail value. <laughs> what do they call it? MSRP? Oh. Manufacturer suggested yeah. retail. Yeah, that's um, that is uh, by the way, it's Alonzo Hamburger Jones. <laughs> Hamburger. And, uh, he would just yell. Hamburger as a punchline. <laughs> On jokes that had nothing to do with hamburgers. And then I went and I told her that's what's what, hamburger. <laughs> I remember being a kid seeing that. And like, And it was a perfect example of, like, I don't know why I'm laughing. <laughs> this doesn't make, like, saying it, well, he'll say a joke that's not great, but then he'll say hamburger after it. It's like the kid that would the kid at my high school that would fart and then say Grabowski. Oh man, I tried to do that story. I can't make that story work on stage. But yeah, same thing. Like why? Why? Why is we this had, the funniest thing I'll ever hear in my life? We had a comic in Atlanta. I forgot his name. Black comic, super funny. But he had a similar thing where he would just yell his catchphrase, uh, regardless if it made sense or not. But, you know, 10 or 20 times throughout a set, after a joke, he'd just yell, set it off. Set it off. <laughs> he'd just yell, set it off. Somebody set it off Jones. I forgot his first name. Chris, maybe? Chris set <laughs> it off Jones. Is it Alonzo? <laughs> no. Nah. Alonzo Hamburger Jones. Oh, yeah. Maybe, man, I think his last name's Jones. But, yeah, he would just yell, set it off all the time. What if, what if we've come around, or is this just another case of, like, Black people make it work better than white people. Yeah, probably. Or if we've come around to like, you know what? Catchphrases can be funny. Mm-hmm. You know, they get they get you. Mm-hmm. We were so anti-catchphrase. Now maybe we've we've gone full circle. It's been such a a non-effort. What? And it's okay to have one again. We'll see. Maybe I'll try one out tomorrow night. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I got to write some new catchphrases. Yep. Oh, but uh, th- that whole thing was to cut you off to say that In and Out is a. I agree. I liked In and Out. I know Dude. people aren't massive fans of, it, but it's it's cheap. The workers get treated well and get paid well, and the the ingredients fresh. are good. Yeah, it's fresh. It's fresh. They never they never freeze it. That's why it's only on the in select locations mm-hmm. uh, because they never freeze the stuff. But the value much like Wendy's, but Wendy's is everywhere. So I don't know. I think some yeah. Lying. Yeah, probably. But yeah, I'm all about some in and out now. But uh, there's still a few 
places I just absolutely refuse to eat. I refuse to eat at Jack in the Box. I refuse to eat at Taco Bell. Those are those are the top of my list of just I can't do it anymore. It's just really crunch wrap. I had a crunch wrap supreme the other night. Uh, well, I guess maybe the only way I would eat uh, Taco Bell is if I went your route and did vegetarian stuff, just the beans and whatnot. But oh, that yeah, beef, no thanks. Oh no, I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I'm not pining for the for the days of the weird chicken that looks so similar to any kind of. You know, I mean, like, to call something pet food, okay, easy insult, but then mm-hmm. now that we got the cat and I'm looking at pet food and how they try to describe it to make it delicious to the person, like, to the person buying it. Like, they're market, they can't market towards the animal, mm-hmm. you know? So they got to try and sell it to the person feeding the animal, and it's like, oh, savory chicken. How, how am I going to know that? I can't. I'm not going <laughs> to check. I wanted to. I have wanted to. There's been moments where I'm like, mm, that gravy looks all right. I want to know what my cat's getting. I want to, I want to bond with little D. I want to see what she's into here. I, did, I didn't. I'll tell you now, I didn't. And then we, I told you we switched to chicken baby food, right? What? No. What do you mean? Cat's got, oh, uh, uh, little, little D's got a thyroid issue, so she's got to have thyroid food and occasionally... Apparently, like at uh, at vets and animal hospitals, they'll give uh, kittens if they're not eating anything else. They do it like chicken baby fu- baby food pureed, huh? And that stuff smells. That stuff makes the like fancy feast. Oh my god, that that makes it look like a Michelin star restaurant. This baby food, and that's meant for a a person for a small a baby mm. of, of a human a human kind a human baby. And it's it's it's, it's oh yeah, it's horrifying. It smells. So bad. And I was telling my buddy Bob about it, and he's like, oh, man, I know. He's like, I have two kids. Some of that shit's good. The fruit ones, I would just get that for myself. (laughs) But the chicken ones is disgusting. (laughs) So, Mm. No thanks. No thanks on chicken baby food? Yeah, I didn't eat baby food. They started me off on barbecue, like right out of the gate. Just teething on a rib bone. Yeah, he can't get that whole rib bone in. He'll be fine. He'll be all right. Oh, boy. Just give you a rotisserie chicken to climb in and eat your way out. (laughs) Just go. Would you go ahead and revenant yourself out of this Christmas goose? Oh, boy. So everything else good? Travels? No other than the uh, battery thing? Everything's been square with your travels? Yeah, man. I've been I've been uh, plopped down. Sorry for the mic noise, everybody. I'm going to move. I'm moving my situation here because I'm just chilling on the floor right now. Um, I, uh, yeah, I've been here since Friday and uh, got to do some shows that Raj was putting on at a at a brewery, bike rack brewery here, so I got to hop on those, and those were fun, some real funny local folks, and it was, uh, it was just, I mean, it was, like, fun to just be at shows and, like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, man, let's show, just make a show happen anywhere, just set it up. It's, like, in the back of a brewery where, like, the big tanks and the vats are and everything, mm-hmm. and that was really cool, and last night we just took it easy because I went kind of hard Friday and Saturday, 
And I, I mean, and then Texas too, man. I got, I, I needed to sweat out a lot of poisons from the last week, two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> How long have I been out for, man? Uh, at least two weeks. Two right? weeks. Yeah, man. Oh yeah, it's getting to that part in the tour where I don't know what days are anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I know where I have to be, but like then you like the stuff that happened in the past. You're like, nah, I, don't, I don't remember. I don't know where I was last weekend. Yeah, I always do that. I was in Austin. I got to Austin on Sunday last week. Okay. The weird phenomenon I always experience is when I'm on the road. After a week or two, it's that uh, that those first few seconds when you wake up in the morning and you have no idea even what state you're in. Oh, that's a that's a that's a fun one. If you can't, yeah, you can't remember what uh, what city you're in. Yeah. Yeah, I used to do that a lot. Like it literally would take like five or ten seconds of like I really have no idea where I'm at. And then I have to think, oh, okay, I'm in Illinois. Got it. Yeah, that's a – I haven't been sleeping great, so I haven't had, like, that kind of good 10 hours of knocked-out sleep and then waking up into that. I'm usually hyper-aware of, like, yep, that was another four hours. Mm. I stayed up late. I, I didn't drink last time. I'm going to bed at the midnight. I was up till 3. I finished watching that show Hacks. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that. I like it a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like it a lot. It's Solid. a good one. Everybody's Gene real Smart. good in it. Gene Smart is so great. Everybody in that thing's good. But we were yeah. talking about that before. So I stayed up watching that, and then I just woke up at like 7.30 again. Like, why? Dude, mm. sleep. Why won't you? I don't know why I won't sleep. And yeah. So I'm a little, a little run down on that, but otherwise, I, find, I start the official tour tomorrow in La, uh, Fayetteville. Okay. That's Where, the, that's the a, dates. The dates listed. That's at a place called George's. Right. And then Wednesday is uh, Vino's in Little Rock. Still a couple of tickets for the early show there. Nashville Zanies. Rachel's coming down to Nashville. We're gonna go, and then I got Memphis. We're gonna go to Graceland. Maybe nice. go to the Civil Rights Museum, and maybe go to uh, where anywhere else. Suggestions. She's gonna be with me all week in Tennessee. That's cool. Louisville, I think I fucked myself on that one. 600-seat venue outdoors. Oof. Mm. Get some <laughs> tickets, everybody. <laughs> Buy them. Give them away. <laughs> then somebody uh, told me, they're like, oh, yeah, there's a baseball stadium, the minor league baseball stadium that's doing fireworks at night, too. I'm like, fantastic. Great. Even better. Good. Let me, let me, I want, if I'm going to bomb, let it be. <laughs> in such a spectacular fashion. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, uh, but it's still, I'm still psyched, man. But I hope the van's fixed. I hope this, all that's, it, all it is is the fridge now. That's the only thing I'm worried about. But what's the point of being able to pull over with your own mobile home without having a nice cold beer to enjoy when you pull over and a yeah. snack? yeah. Might have to get you an old school cooler. I don't even know where I'm going to put it right now. Yeah. Got to have your your cold beer, man. We might have got, I don't don't need any right now. But I'll tell you, man, you sit at these breweries. I just just got fat. I just got fat. In two weeks, I got fat. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Because it was like... It was, yay, I'm on the road, so let's have fun. And then Texas for like five days of just 
Torchy's tacos and a, a Mexican food every meal <laughs> that I'm like, I know what the beans are made in, and I'm going to let it happen. Mm-hmm. You know? That Torchy's but, good. That's good stuff. Yeah, honky tacos, but I'm all right. Who, mm-hmm. who am I? It's made mm-hmm. for someone like me, and they did a great job. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know. Other than that, yeah, it's been, uh, you know, uh, Raj and I just been hanging out. We watched The Social Dilemma again last night. It's a, worth a, a, another viewing. Oh, I if still haven't seen yourself, that. If you find yourself looking at too much social media, which is easy to do, trying to go to bed, trying to put the phone down or put the phone in another room. Uh, but I, I, otherwise, it's been all right, man. I got I got some bike riding in. I feel good about that. Sweated out some demons. Sweated? Sweat? I sweat out some demons. That's mm-hmm. past tense and present tense. Also future test, fet tense. Gonna sweat. Uh-huh. Gonna make you gonna sweat make till you, you bleed. Gonna, gonna make you sweat. CNC Music Factory. <laughs> well, good, uh, buddy. So you, yeah, man, missing the, missing the lady, missing the cat. But other than that, that's Rachel's great. Like, I'm, gonna... Rachel's like, I'm going to sneak the cat on the plane. I'm like, that's not going to work out well for anybody. <laughs> so, will this be your first time uh, going to Graceland? No, I went before. I'm excited oh, okay. for Rachel to see. I, I feel like Elvis's style in that era and Rachel's style will meld. Yeah, exceptionally. <laughs> Man, that place is, uh, it's hard on the eyes. Yeah, I was a little underwhelmed when I went. <laughs> I was surprised at how small his house was. Yeah, it's not real big. I mean, the, like, the property's big. He's got a lot yeah. of stuff around. But the actual house is like, I don't know, 3,000 square feet or something, which is yeah. fine for everybody else. But the king, you think he would have like a sprawling mansion. Oh, I'm just I'm just surprised they let him park his airplanes there like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> He's got like three of them, right? Two or three. Yeah, just fly me right back to the house. Yeah, I know, I know. I didn't even pay extra for the airplanes last time. I'm like, I know what the inside airplanes look like. Does he got carpet on the ceiling of those too? <laughs> and then they don't let you see the bath. Well, yeah, they don't let you see the bathroom. Yeah, I'm like, come on, man, that's the thing we want to see here. That's the money shot. The TV room where I shot through the TV or something. It's mm-hmm. like. It's all blue angels colors. God damn, this is tough on the eyes. <laughs> oh man. Well, that'll be fun for her though. Yeah, I think I think she'll dig it. I think uh, you know, Civil Rights Museum I didn't go to when I was there last time and and so I think that's of importance. I drove by it. Yeah, I haven't been to that. Like, oh, look at the, look at that cool old hotel with the old cars in front of it and I looked it up and I'm like, "Oh, that's why." That's preserved in that manner. They got a great one in Birmingham that I've been to. Uh, really impressive. Uh, right across yeah. the street from the uh, the church that that idiot blew up and killed those little girls. Oh yeah, but, uh, yeah. The museum, the 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 museum here had a, a whole exhibit. It was like here's a map of all the kind of domestic terrorism that's happened uh, towards black people, and it was you know it was about. There was a museum exhibit about black church and photography, and it was uh, it was impactful. And I, you know, I I I've never I know I don't get off my ass when I'm on the, on the road and at a club weekend mm-hmm. to go see things. 
And I feel like uh, I've shortchanged myself, and I hope I can be better about getting out and going to museums and educate myself more. Because art museums alone, it's like, you don't have to know art. It's like a nice place to walk around. It's peaceful. Mm-hmm. You see stuff that's interesting, and it's a little meditative experience. And then there's, you know, like the exhibits about, you know, a black church and everything was edu- that was educational and... It was a very diverse museum. So I, I wish I, I, I hope I can be better about that stuff. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's um, I don't like to get out and do stuff on the day of shows. Like if I'm only in town to do, if I'm only in town the one day or the one weekend, I got shows each night. I don't get out and do a whole lot. But it's those off days. You got to make sure you plan those off days for stuff like that. Yeah, but even like a club weekend, that's what I mean. Like, all right, I know I got a show at 7, but I'm in the hotel the night before. I can get up yeah, off my ass and go do something. Yeah, I got to be better about that, too. I, I get really lazy when I'm on the road. Tell me about it. I'm like, well, I'm here for work, and that's that's coming up in about 10 hours, so I really can't <laughs> uh, agree to do anything during the day. I don't want to be tired. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, good times, buddy. Um, should we get into a topic? Let's talk about some uh, pressing issues in the uh, the sphe- the boogie sphere. Well, before I get to the main topic today, I want to share this story with you. I found this pretty interesting. Uh, are you familiar with uh, tardigrades? I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Tardigrades. 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 Anyway, Skyland the- out of Norway. <laughs> They are these little uh, microscopic things. I've seen them a lot on the internet recently. Uh, They look like if you took a walrus and put a hazmat suit on it. Uh, That is a a very appropriate description (laughs) because I'm like, I think I know what they are. And then you said that. I'm like, yeah, I've seen those. They're so weird looking now, and uh, apparently you can't see them with the naked eye. They're microscopic. They're like... uh, I hope not. I wouldn't want to be able to see that with my face. Yeah. They're less than a millimeter long. Um, but apparently they're virtually indestructible. These little organisms, um, they can survive being heated up to 150 degrees Celsius and also can be frozen to almost absolute zero. Um, they're just resilient. They're this weird little freak of nature that, um, scientists, you know, seem to be really enthralled with how these little bastards can survive all these different conditions. (laughs) Well, anyway, uh, there were, back in April, there was an Israeli mission to the moon. Uh, I didn't know Israel even had a space program. Uh, no offense, I don't mean that condescending, but you, you only think, when you think, of, well, when I think of, like, space travel, I think of Russia, China, and America. That's about it. But I Not guess, the Jews. <laughs> now, I guess. I don't know if you heard this, but now they're sending Jews into space. <laughs> Which is a true statement, but that sounds racist. Jews say in it space that way. sounds like a fun little sci-fi movie. <laughs> I ooh, all the jokes. <laughs> I wish I could say what. What? I, it's not like I'm trying to get on Saturday Night Live. Let's go for it. Hey, I'm all right. <laughs> well, anyway, back in April, uh, Israel sent up this. on that big matzo ball in the sky. That's what I'd say to. This Israeli spacecraft, uh, something went wrong, and they had a apparently a crash landing on the moon. So they had a rough landing, and I don't know the details of the actual landing. I don't know if anybody got hurt or whatever, but apparently these tardigrades got loose, 
And now they're on the moon. There's just a bunch of tardigrades hanging is out this on the moon. True, or is this like something that Marjorie Taylor Greene said? <laughs> no, this is uh, it's from the BBC. <laughs> this is from BBC.com. So uh, reputable, reputable. <laughs> like, well, Jews put bugs on the moon. You can't even help them. We can't help you with this one, guys. You really, you bit yourself in the ass here. <laughs> <laughs> I know she's the one who said that you got space lasers that cause forest fires. Like, I'll calm down. And now you got bugs on the moon? All right. <laughs> now you got bed mites. You put bed mites on the moon? All right. jeez. Oh, can't, help, can't help you with this one, guys. <laughs> and scientists think that they, uh, because these little bastards, uh, their nickname is water bears. These little water bears are so resilient, they think that there's a high probability that they survived. And they're now just living on the moon. So I just, I think the irony there, not irony, but just the fact that humans, we've, we've contaminated our planet enough that now, now we're leaving shit on the moon. Oops, sorry, it crashed and spilt my jar of bugs all over the place. <laughs> that looks like it's like, it's like a far side cartoon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's <laughs> fucking nuts. <laughs> I'm still... <laughs> There's got to be, like, somebody Jewish. Like, did it have to be us? Yeah. <laughs> Haven't we dealt with enough shit in the last hundred years? Yeah. <laughs> we, we were bouncing back. <laughs> yeah, talk about resilient. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so that's that's happening now. There's there's little little weird little uh, hazmat. Well, so they don't need they don't need oxygen to survive. Apparently not. How do they know? Did they they tested that? They tested that they don't need oxygen. I don't. I don't know the details, dude. What are you? Are you kidding me? Uh, No, but they can. (laughs) uh, The headline. (laughs) Apparently, uh, what they did that they dehydrated these little bastards and placed them in uh, basically a form of suspended animation. And then they were oh. going to rehydrate them, and uh, they've done these type of tests little, where they hydrate them and rehydrate them, and they they survive all water that bear shit. jerky, little water yeah. bear jerky. Yeah, they are really bizarre little creatures. Water bear sounds like a big hairy dude that's in the piss play. <laughs> did I ever tell that? Did I ever oh. tell you that story? Like like the early days of internet pornography, and it was always it was like <clears throat> man woman man man woman woman, and then it would be like. Water sports, and I was just like, uh, I thought it was just like, oh, there's people that are like, they they just bone on jet skis. That's what I literally thought it was. I was like, what a weird, specific fetish to make like the top five categories mm-hmm. of internet porn. And then I think I clicked. I'm like, I like jet skis. Let's check it out. I was like, oh, this is not my thing. Boy, <laughs> hard pass. Uh, uh, I yeah. don't understand any of that. Uh, I know we're not allowed to. You can't kink shame anybody, but yeah, uh, you don't have to understand it. Ooh, where, how could you possibly get enjoyment uh, out of know, body people fluid? Like, mm. pe- people like uh, people like stuff. Stuff happened to people at one point in their life, and uh, I don't know. Not to be crass about it, but that's how I feel about like uh, like what it's like like titty fucking. I'm like that's. Not how any of this works. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to stick a, a round peg in a square hole. 
I was just like, who's this? This just seems very selfish <laughs> on the man's part. Oh this my just god! Doesn't seem. That's like that's like if that's like if monkeys saw that and be like, you evolved from us, and now you're going backwards. What are you doing? Yeah, it's not how that works. Does it go here? No, no, it doesn't. <laughs> oh no! Oh man! Just <laughs> get a Nothing. couple oven mints. Jam your crank between those. I don't know. What do you even? What do you even need the lady for at that point? Oh God! It seems self-centered. Anyway, so the, the these little <laughs> I like how you try to segue back. Into this it. little gay, these little gay piss bugs. <laughs> oh my God! Um, yeah, yeah, they're up there. They're, they're, this is the beginning of a sci-fi thing here, man. Well, what do they do? What are they bad? What do they do? What do they do to people? Well, no, I'm just saying just the fact that we brought them up there and, and oops, spilled them. You just fucking spilled all your stuff all over the moon. Talk about not leaving it how you found it. Jesus. <laughs> pack, yeah, pack out what you pack in, guys. Come on, yeah. camping rules. They shed almost all of their water in their body and their metabolism slows to... Uh, 0.01% of the normal rate. Well, what am I supposed to do with that information? Oh, now I get it. <laughs> See, this is why Dave doesn't read the articles, everybody. They just confuse him. <laughs> so let's talk about something a little more interesting. Well, I got a good one What here. am I going to do with all this bullshit? Learn? <laughs> 0.01 of the... Whatever. Um... <laughs> This kind of segues into today's topic. I want to talk about uh, the possibility of alien bases on the moon. This is all the moon's always fascinated me just because it's right there. We see it every night almost. And Lord knows what's going on up there. Well, now we know. Well, now they got, well, now they got fleas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, Maybe um, that's why they, do, they, they know there's alien bases. We got to annoy them enough to move. We can't just blow up the moon, but we can, uh, we can irritate them until they find other real estate. Well, and I've asked this question before, and I, I, you know, I still don't know the answer, but it's just fascinating to me that we spent all this time trying to get to the moon. You know, these Apollo missions started in the, in the early 60s. Um, finally get to the moon, what, in 69? Was that Apollo 11? We get to the moon in 69, and then we go a few more yeah. times, and I believe it was uh, Apollo 17 back in 1972 was the last time, to my knowledge, that a human being was on the moon. We haven't been, yeah. we haven't <clears throat> been to the moon in 49 years, and that just seems suspicious to me. I feel like there's got to be a reason why. It, it just why... I, I I don't know why we just cut off that exploration. Like ah, we we went a couple times and poked around and spilled some stuff and then okay, but literally Apollo seventeen. Uh, now as far as NASA will admit, this is what I'm kind of leading into. Apollo seventeen was the last time humans were on the moon. Um, could. Could we have been back before, uh, since then, and it, like on a unofficial 
context, like black ops. Yeah. Well, I, okay, that is a good question. Of like, why haven't we gone back? They just deem that there's no real scientific value of being there. Because if that's, that's the case, that's why bullshit. is fl- why do they keep? Why do we have a space station? Yeah, that's that's or, bullshit. Or is it because the the risk involved? They know they can go up to the space station and dock and do all the experiments. It's much harder to land on the moon and get people off the moon, maybe. So that's why. I think is that I think that we ran into some shit. I think there's some stuff up there, man. All right. One of those Here. one of those astronauts. Well, one astronaut just recently said, "If you believe there's aliens, you're an idiot." Oh, really? Yeah. You say I'm going to look it up. Yeah, that guy's that guy's dumb. I will uh, say it's not a, kind of a bummer take from an astronaut. Yeah. Um. So anyway, uh, where am I here on my notes? Uh, in the in the 60s and early 70s, U.S. space program deeply involved in studying our lunar surface. Uh, you know, we launched several Apollo missions, uh, 1969, Apollo 11, Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin. We all know that shit. Uh, among the people who made the program work, though, was this aerospace engineer, pilot, astronaut trainer, this guy named Ken Johnston, who, according to him, uh, was one of the four, he's one of four civil astronaut consultant pilots who helped train the astronauts for the Apollo 11 mission. So this guy, uh... Him and three other dudes kind of helped out and trained all these astronauts. Now, this Johnston guy, uh, supposedly later, he would take on other duties, such as uh, allegedly working on the Lunar Receiving Laboratory, which dealt with processing and analyzing various samples taken from the moon, as well as photographs. Now, this is where it gets interesting with these photographs. Johnston says he handled these photographs from five of the Apollo missions, which were stored, curated, and cataloged, and often sent off to scientists to be studied and analyzed. Johnston claims he was the director of data and photo control department, and he had access to all this photographic data that was being sent back to Earth from the moon, including a a bunch of photos and films and slides and stuff. And Mm -hmm. uh, this is where it gets interesting. Um, When the Apollo program began to wind down, for whatever reason, again, I don't know why you you would shut this down it just seems like such a i don't know just to to finally achieve something as monumental as you know getting on the moon and then losing interest shortly after it's weird but anyway when the apollo apollo program began to wind down johnston said that uh, his superior this guy named bud uh laskawa laskawa this this bud guy he told he told johnston to destroy all of the remaining photographs with a special emphasis on making sure a collection of uh, glossy 8x10 prints never saw the light of day. He claims that uh, the reason so many of these photos, uh, the reason that he, that Laskawa wanted to get rid of all these photographs is because apparently there were strange anomalies in these photographs that NASA didn't want to make public. He wanted to keep it on the down low. And according to Johnston, these photos would often be altered. Now, this is way before Photoshop, but Johnston's gone on record. He's had interviews where he basically says that uh, NASA hired these people, uh, they would call them strippers, 
that would come in and alter. That was just their slang name, but they would come in and alter these photographs. I know, but they would call them strippers, <laughs> but they'd come in and uh, blow these dudes. <laughs> so a little more than strippers. And while they were blowing the dudes, one of the chicks would make off with the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> so these strippers would come in, and uh, again, way before Photoshop, but they they had some knowledge or training on how to manipulate and alter these photographs uh, to kind of wipe out any of these anomalies. And the anomalies that he's talking about, he says that there were, quote, non-human structures on the lunar surface. So apparently, and Johnston... Um, that's a whole other story, but Johnston went around for years and, and, and gave lectures and, and, and presentations of these photographs where he, mm-hmm. and he like, he would, I don't know a lot about photographic techniques, but he would do things where he'd alter the contrast and you know, the, the shading and, and the brightness and to where he yeah. would point out like, hey, this, this little thing on this picture, that's a structure. And, and there's a bunch of pictures online of uh, these weird anomalies. And a lot of them people are thinking are fake or whatever, but uh, there's a few where it's like, you know, the moon obviously filled with these craters and pockmarks, but there's some of these uh, photographs that have like weird, well, not weird, but unnatural shapes, like right angles and triangles and rectangles where that aren't naturally, usually aren't naturally made in, in, in nature. Yeah, well, I mean, that doesn't mean... You know, it was like you look at there's geometry in all kinds of nature, Mm -hmm. not just human beings, but in life forms and plants. Yeah, uh, that doesn't make make sense what I said in in regards (laughs) to this. I'm I'm trying to look for these pictures right now. Now, here's another thing. Let's see, see. Okay, there's a theory that NASA did continue with the Apollo program. Um, Some people say that they sent Apollo 18, 19, and 20 to the moon. Uh, Apollo missions 18 and 19 found evidence of alien artifacts on the surface of the moon. Apollo 19, okay, Apollo 19 was uh, allegedly destroyed due to a catastrophic collision, and it didn't even return. Now, get this shit. Apparently, on uh, Apollo 20, they found an alien female, and they brought her back to Earth, and no one knows what happened after that. Titty fucked her to death. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Apollo 20, uh, the mission that succeeded in returning to Earth, lost alien technology and a humanoid female from a crashed alien spacecraft. Hmm. Well, I mean, alien just means not a non-human, just like now yeah. it's like unidentified object. Mm-hmm. Look at like um, the rocks. Uh, have you ever seen the rocks that are hexagonal, the, the, like spires? You, I've seen them in Yosemite and everything. I'm looking mm-hmm. at some pictures here. It's like, well, look at these. It's like, yeah, like a, a, a line, like a solid block of something. Mm-hmm. Rocks can form like that too. I don't know how they form. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, you know, what... The moon. I don't. I don't. Man, I. I can't even speculate on this. How did the moon <laughs> form? How did we get the moon? Fuck if I know. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck if I know, man. 
<laughs> listen, uh, hey, listen, I'm uh, full of shit, but uh, listen up, all right? <laughs> There's this dude named Scott Waring. Uh, he's kind of a uh, self-proclaimed um, lunar researcher, and he made some videos. <laughs> self-proclaimed. And, uh, yeah, I've seen it. In one of these videos, he claims that astronauts found an extraterrestrial ship with a woman in the state of a coma, and she was connected to the ship through some sort of hose. This woman was brought back to Earth but never woke up, so nobody really discovered how the woman got there. So I never heard that shit before. <laughs> There's also the same Scott guy says that... Uh, Self-proclaimed lunar expert. Yeah. He says that uh, that uh, the U.S. destroyed uh, an alien base on the moon. He said they found, which, God, I hope that's not true. Just, ah, oh, what's that thing? Kill it. Uh, but, yeah, he thinks that, uh, well, apparently there was some, this came out in some of those WikiLeaks a few years back. But, um, and it's, I read the form. It's It's very cryptic. You can't really tell what they're trying to say. But a lot of people think that there's, in these WikiLeaks, that there's a, a that this particular uh, report basically alludes to the fact that the U.S. destroyed an alien base on the moon, and it doesn't go into detail about it. But I mean, I hope that's not the case. Like, I hope. I mean, we're already I'm, fucking I'm, I'm dropping, guessing, our, already dropping yeah. our tardigrades up there. Why would you just destroy something like that? Unless you thought, you know, it was home for hostile beings. Is it Scott C. Waring? Yeah, Waring. W-A-R-I-N-G. This man's written a few books. Mm-hmm. One of them is The Dragons of Asgard. It's one of his books. UFO Sightings. Another one called George's Pond. I'm just saying this man has a... Pretty active imagination. But if you, you know, if we were sitting here right here with somebody from NASA, I wonder what NASA's official uh, take or or official answer to the question of why haven't we been back to the moon in 49 years? That just doesn't make sense. I mean, that's a Googleable question. If somebody was sitting here with us, if somebody from NASA was sitting with us, they'd be like, what the fuck are you two idiots? <laughs> How did you get me to agree to this? <laughs> but seriously, like, suppose there is alien bases up there, and suppose... Dark side of the moon, dog. Well, exactly. On the dark side of the moon is where these bases allegedly are. Um, you know, astronauts... There's been some reports of uh, when that first when when Apollo 11 touched down. Apparently, Here's, there was some audio of one of the third guy, not Aldrin or uh, Armstrong, but the third guy seeing or seeing something and saying, "Oh, we're not alone up here." Some shit like that. Here, the, the, here, the I Google the question: Why haven't we been back to the moon? Mm-hmm. Here it is from BusinessInsider.com. Uh, they say it was. NASA's planned 
to get people back. Honestly, Trump was trying to get astronauts back there. I don't know why. It probably just sounded cool to him. Uh, say astronauts often say the reasons humans haven't returned to the lunar surface are budgetary and political hurdles, not scientific or technical challenges. Private companies like Blue Origin and SpaceX may be the first entity, entities to return people to the moon. Uh, yeah, then that was the bullet points they made. But uh, I mean, that's bullshit. It's a lot. It's it's a lot of money, and uh, if if you wanted to make it. If if you wanted to make it a defense a defense situation, well then there's your money. They t- tell them it's uh, make that maybe that's why Trump was like one of the space force make it part of the military because they mm-hmm. get all this cash. Right now it's yeah it's not it's so nobody wants to give money to space it's NASA when they can uh, uh, make new missiles or some shit. <laughs> but it is they it's a they say it's a political thing. That, well, this guy named Bridenstein, not Mike Bridenstein, Jim Bridenstein, NASA administrator, saying it's political. Well, it just doesn't make sense that you would go all those times in just a few years and then automatically just, nah, we don't have the money to do that anymore. This guy's saying a permanent human research station on the moon is the next logical step, but it's only three day. It's only three days away. It's not like it's a car trip, dude. We can afford to. I mean, three days. Yeah, three days of space travel. Like, we can afford to get it wrong and not kill everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chris Hadfield, a former astronaut, previously told Business Insider, and we have a whole bunch of stuff we have to invent and then test in order to learn before we can go deeper out. So, yeah, then I say here, a lunar base could evolve into a fuel depot for deep space missions, lead to the creation of unprecedented space telescopes, make it easier to live on Mars. Yeah, you got a little layover on the moon. Mm -hmm. Solve longstanding scientific mysteries about the Earth and Moon's creation. Could even spur a thriving off-world economy. That's why your Bezoses and your Musks are going there. Mm -hmm. They know it's money in that. There's money in that there moon. (laughs) <laughs> well, and if you believe in the possibility of, of aliens... You say it's the cost. It's it's not out of the realm of possibility to think that that they're already there and that maybe, you know, maybe they told us to get off their lawn. So get out of here. We're here first. It's going to be well, trouble. Well, okay, and they said NASA's 2019 budget is $21.5 billion. Which, by the way, James Webb Space Telescope, that guy was hitting me up on Instagram to go see it. You're down there in Long Beach. I don't know if you hit that guy up. No, not yet. I need to. Go see the Space Telescope, Dave. Yeah. A a giant rocket project called Space Launch System and far-flung missions to the sun, Jupiter, Mars, the asteroid belt, all this stuff. By contrast, the U.S. military gets a budget of about $680 billion a year. Hmm. That's how much the military gets. Jesus, tell me you can't tell me you can't forgive a, st- a student loan debt. Yeah, yeah. Tell me you can't get health care for everybody. Yeah, exactly. Six hundred eighty billion dollars. Mm-hmm. So we could be number one. Yeah, yeah. That's the, that's the depressing part of it. Mm-hmm. If there are aliens. Well, shit, you know how we feel about foreigners. Then they're going to mm-hmm. get a chunk of that $680 billion. Then, then we'll get up there. 
Something's fishy, dude. It just it doesn't make sense with everything tar- that's going on with technology. Are on purpose. Yeah. Little tardy G's. First time I well, uh, first time I read about these tardigrades, I didn't realize that that photograph was uh, like microscopic. I thought it was just like, uh, like imagine if imagine if this thing was eighty five pounds. How goddamn terrifying that would be. I'm looking it up. Tardigrades. I mean, they are freaky. Yeah, it's looking. got this. Yeah, it's got, got like a oh this one. Yeah, because it looks like it's swimming around. Uh, look, looks like he has a butthole for a mouth. I mean, that's. They're also called moss piglets, which mm-hmm. sounds much more like a fetish individual than <laughs> water bears. They're micro animals. What is it? Isn't it like so? It's not a bug. Yeah, like they've got claws and shit. It's not a mammal. Kingdom. Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. Like I know what any of this means. <laughs> oh, here we go. It's uh, Animalia eumatozoa. Huh. Anyway, it just yeah, it just looks like when they try to scare you about like bed mites. Mm-hmm. Like when new cleaning products come out and they go for fear instead of the maniac kids dropping stuff. Well, these paper towels will fix it. They're like, well, look, what's in your carpet? And then they do the zoom in and it's goddamn Coachella full of critters. That's why you need this new vacuum. <laughs> I don't know, so- man. Would you go? Would you go to the moon if somebody bought you a ticket on Bezos's space spaceship? How long does it take to get there? Three days. Oh, three days. Yeah, I'd go. I'd go check it out. What if you can only eat space food? What, like that astronaut ice cream shit? Like that? That's the only, that's the only thing I'm thinking of. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it depends how how long am I going to be there? If I'm just there for a few days, I could, I could do without. I'll be all right. I what I wonder whether that's going to like his because isn't he selling tickets on it now? Like he's got it. Uh, yeah, I think together. so. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, a spaceship though. That's not that's not landing on the moon. Where's he going? Is is he is he just going to space or is he going <clears> to the moon? Bezos. I think I think I think it's just space, but I'd have to look it up. I think he's just going up there to commercial space flight. Hmm. I mean, being in space is going to be its own thing, floating around or what have you. Yeah. So. Yeah, man. Yeah, there's probably aliens on the moon right now, dude. There's something. There's something on that dark side. We don't know what's over there. Wouldn't surprise tar- me a bit. Tardage. We 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 give them the moss piglets. Moss piglets, that sounds like a that's like a like a minor league baseball team. <laughs> Charlottesville uh, Moss Piglets. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Uh I want to give a thank you real quick. I don't know who personally sent this, but uh Shout out to uh, Forged Coffee Roasting Company. Forged Coffee what? Roasting Company sent me a bunch no, of coffee. I'm, yeah, I met that guy. He hooked me up too. I met him. They're out of Reno. I met him in Sacramento. Reno. Okay. 
Right yeah. on. Yeah, you sent me a whole bunch of stuff, so Katie will enjoy that. So thank you, guys. You no, don't still do coffee? Not a, still not a coffee guy. I just don't care about it. It's, a, it's just a, it's a tool. Gets me going in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, I've never, uh, I mean, I've, I've had coffee, but I, I've never drank it regularly uh, as a tool, you know. I, I guess I'm lucky in that sense that I, I don't necessarily need it, you know, the caffeine in the morning. Oh, man. These four-hour nights, I tell you. Well, speaking of space travel, let's let's land this craft mm-hmm. safely back on Earth. Yeah. So I'm going to go get some food. I'm going to go have a night. I'm going to get ready to do hour-long shows this week. What you doing tonight? You just chilling? Yeah, I think me and Raj will just... Head into town, see what's going on. I'm missing next week. There's a big bike festival, and they're building jumps, like uh, more additional jumps, like the big kind of Red Bull-type jumps. And uh, not that I was going to do it. It would be neat to see people go off of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be good. Thank God not many people have been on the trails because of the heat, so I just embarrass myself. <laughs> it's just I'm, like, sweating so much where I could tell people are concerned. Oh, dude, story of my life. <laughs> you know, where people are like, man, why don't you take a break? I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to send it. And then I just can fall down every single obstacle in my way. More than once, I've ran into a friend in public, and they were like, what are you, out You out jogging? And I'm like, no, I drove here. I'm just this way. <laughs> like, people think I'm out, like, <laughs> on a run. They're like, no, AC's, I'm just, out. Just I'm, AC's out in the whip. This is just how I am. I'm wet. All right. Any tardigrade recipes? <laughs> any, any moss? Any moss pig fricassee? Nah. No. Uh, no water bear souffle. No water bear pudding. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, where 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 can we come see you this week, Kyle? Uh, well, two, tomorrow's Lafayette sold out. Sorry. Uh, Wednesday is uh, Vino's and Little Rock. Second like show sold out. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be fun. First show's got some seats left. Zany's in Nashville. There's a few tickets left there. And then next week's Memphis and Louisville. Nice. Louisville, come on, help me out, man. <laughs> hey, make sure you check out Arnold's when you're in Nashville. Get you some good veggies, some home cooking. Yeah, blow your, I'll, blow your I'll mind. take Rachel. I'll take Rachel all the stuff. I could watch her. No, you could get eat the veggies it. there. I mean, I'm sure some I like of the, the veggies. veggies. But uh, dude, uh, look out for that cauliflower casserole. Knock your dick in the dirt. It's incredible. All right, then that's at yeah. Arnold's. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, that's Arnold's. you said Nashville or Memphis? N- Nashville. Okay. Arnold's Country Kitchen or Country Cooking or Country Kitchen, but Arnold's. Uh, and it's it's just Monday through Friday just for lunch. I mean, maybe they've altered their hours uh, since COVID, but used to, they were just open for lunch. Just uh, meet and three, open at like 10.30 in the morning, close at 2.30 in the afternoon, get in there, get you some good, oh, boy, oh. Mm. Whoo, boy. Right. Getting worked up <laughs> thinking about it. <laughs> oh, Dave, I could hear you sweating yeah. through the thing. <sighs> <laughs> I gotta go swing my heavy bits around <laughs> Alright buddy, good catching up uh, Stay safe out there, man Stay cool Hell yeah. 
Thanks, buddy. We'll, we'll, I'll let you know how it goes next week. We'll see where we're at. Right on, buddy. The Boogie Monster. Bye.